I want to make sure my background didn't look good. All right, there we go. I was about to say good morning. I guess people don't need to know. <laughs> <laughs> they know about it. I just see you open a whole door with that because I'm one of them. I don't say that either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Ladies Free Podcast. I am your host, Tone, with my brother, JP, and we have a special, special, special guest with us today. Sure. Didn't think we would be able to get her on as fast as we did, Yeah. but I'm definitely grateful that we did. We have the Miss, the beautiful Miss Sunshine, aka Government, Delia King, um, in case I know you listed by both. Uh, you have a lot of tattoo model, entrepreneur. Uh, I can go on and on. Uh, hairstylist. hairstylist, mother, mother of three. Yeah. Um, man, you you do a lot. You you raising awareness, empowering women, and let me just put et cetera on at the end. <laughs> you have a lot going on. Let's welcome Miss Sunshine to the show, please. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello. Glad to have you today. Anything you want to start out and just letting the world know who Sunshine is? Well, um, outside, of course, of the video, yeah, I'm I'm just a mom. Um, I'm aspiring, as they have stated, um, I'm aspiring to push further my modeling career. I'm working on soon starting a podcast, and I'm also writing a book. So hopefully soon you'll be able to list me as an author as well. Oh, nice. That's good. And even um, just man, just hearing hearing how you speak, uh, especially with the camera uh, on, is it was, well, was one of the first things that came out of my mind. Like she in podcast. Yeah, she, she <laughs> got some shit to say. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, and I don't think people like you know because I mean podcasting is it's gotten better over the years, but. I just think it's a lot of people that don't even realize that by starting that platform, where it could actually take them. I mean, yeah. doing it on the social media is one thing, but you put it on that podcast platform, you open it up for another crowd that probably hadn't even heard. Yeah. And so I, I honestly agree. Like that podcast is a good move for you. Yeah, definitely. You got a lot. You got a lot to say. You know what? It seems like I always enjoy people who have ongoing content. It's not like every time I see or hear you, you're saying the same thing. You know, you're living life and then you're bringing people uh, along with you for the ride. I enjoy that because after a while, we always talk about attention spans. People's attention spans are so short. So if you say <laughs> the same thing constantly, people are going to fall off after a while. They're tired of it, you know. So right. I enjoy. And we were, we were brought to you through your viral video mm-hmm. where you were talking about you not having anything to offer a man. And you noticed that because he asked you, boy, did you light up our uh, Facebook group? Oh my God. <laughs> we, and and when he say Facebook group, it is very, it, it's, a, it's a nice mixture of people, but it is the women in there are is strong. So when topics like this come up, uh, it gets sensitive and you get a lot of feedback from it to the point where we're like, man, we have to talk about this on the podcast. Yeah. And what I noticed, and please correct me if I'm wrong. If what in our group, I know you probably didn't see it, but a lot of people answered your video with personal feelings. So they took what they were going through 
-hmm. And they automatically said, well, I feel bad for her. Or I feel sorry for her. You got so much to offer. You're a black woman. We birthed birthed this nation. And they kind of, it kind of went over their heads. Some of them, you know. And then we had some people who came back and was like, no. (laughs) Cause I was just like, it kind of got split after a while where it's like men seen it one way and we were championing what you said. We were happy because we like, I seen it from both ways. I'm like, I didn't think it was a problem had you asked him that, but they were making it seem like, why would he ask her that? We have the one girl said he, he was selfish because he asked you that. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So it was like, what, what was, what was the, the feeling at that moment? Cause I thought it was an empowering moment for you. Yeah. It was how I felt. What, what, what was going through your head at that point? Um, unfortunately for me, um, in the beginning of the viraling, because it's now been a spiral for about two weeks. In the beginning, the videos that were originally posted, um, they were more of a person being on one side of me discussing my viewpoint. And in the beginning, they were positive until the world star. And it's more so because the world star took a portion of the video, dissected right. it up. And once that happened, of course, anything, once it's presented a certain way, the viewpoint changes. So mm-hmm. if a lot of people would have viewed the first video, you know, of course, the feedback, of course, is still going to be mixed. And I more so blame that on a person's level of understanding. So if you have a mature or immature mindset on a person and um, you're viewing it from that immature mindset, what I'm stating, then, of course, you know, maybe that may be the feeling, because, of course, like a lot of people have touched on at the beginning of the video i do state that i'm talking about myself i'm not talking about anyone else because it's my journey Uh so you know the people that of course did respond within feeling for themselves then of course they missed that memo and that goes into you know people hear what they want to hear so for the people that heard the p word and came and only heard that all i had to offer was p then you missed the overall memo then of course for the people that responded and were like okay well i'm hearing that you do all these things you have all this to offer one thing about me that I'm huge on that I don't think a lot of people are is that I think about when you strip away all of the accessories and I speak on the the jobs I speak on the 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 cars all of those are accessories when I speak on what you bring as you it's just like when you go to church and that ain't to hit on anyone in religion but like how they say with the church you come as you are they're not speaking on the the clothing they're speaking on the heart so when you approach a person you're coming as you are If you are bitter, if you are emotional, if you are unstable and you know these things and you're offering this, this is not something anyone wants. Like you don't break into a a broken house. I mean, you don't break into an empty house because what are you stealing? So when a person wants something and they're acquiring something, they want to acquire something that has assets that they can acquire for themselves from within the heart. So that's why I say a man wants peace from a woman because he deals with so much. But if I'm going through so much within myself, I don't have that. That's not to say my children made me bitter. You don't know what that stems from. And honestly, I, I do plan to discuss the furtherments because one thing that I don't think people heard me say that I would love to repeat is I said that I'm bitter for my own merits. When I speak that, that's meaning past traumas that I've dealt with well before children. I added the children, which was my dilemma, and it continuated. When you have a long list of red flags for yourself, why go present yourself like you're a beautiful 
ready person when you have all these red flags that you know you need to work on and you can't add a person to fill that void and fix your issues. You have to fix them yourself. Man, that's 100%. I couldn't have said it any better. Any yeah. better. And I mean, we, me, me uh, my brother Tom both was uh, just a bit confused because we were just trying to figure out how, because the, the, the message was clear and how people were still so it's almost like they, they weren't able to comprehend fully what you were saying. Almost like they had something like a wall up that wouldn't, wouldn't even let them even know. I feel I'm like just, they I'm were. Figure out. Hmm? I feel like they were able to comprehend, but weren't ready to accept. Like yeah. I had to, like I stated in the video, I had to swallow my pride to say that. I could, yeah. I could easily be like, that's, well, I'm beautiful. That's so you don't talk to me. I'm bad. You gonna do this? I did it. I've had people say, "Girl, if I look like you, I'd have this, this, and this." Why? I I look like this, and I acquired this, this, and this. What does that mean as far as the game? And then right. we don't choose how we look. It ain't like you can go to a vending machine, hit F six, yeah. boom, <laughs> look like this. So this right. is a shell. What you choose to be is how you is you. What you put into yourself, how you invest in yourself. If you play instruments, those didn't come with you. You decided to work on those crafts. If right. you're an artist and you draw, you you decided to work on your craft. How you look is how you came. But who you are is what you decided to be. I work hard for that. I feel like when people watch that, there are people that didn't want to accept the truth that, oh, dang, I, I kind of ain't shit. Right. <laughs> that, that's a real life thing. Like it's a lot of us, and it's not, it's not a negative to know it it's more of a beautiful thing because now you have an opportunity to look at yourself at ground zero and be like okay well darn let me go try to go do something something different right. let's let's take this time to curve the, the the life curve like it's a life curve so people have a midlife crisis because they finally hit this moment where here you yeah. are you have the opportunity in this moment to go ahead and do something great if you haven't felt that way about yourself and for the people that do and see where I'm coming from, then that's a bigger blessing. That just means to me, at least that you reached it before me. I had people saying, dang, it took you 32 years. Yeah. But there are some people yeah. that are 60 and still haven't hit it. Right. So yeah, everyone's journey is different. So everybody's time frame. You know, I used to say that about men. Cause I, I honestly think for the most part, and this may sound crazy, but I think women hit that, <clears throat> that point of empowerment or that, that point of just knowing what they want before men most of the time. Right. Yes. And I can agree. I, I think if more people just took that approach, like even if you didn't agree fully with what you said, if they just use that approach, man, I, I, I just think there will be so many relationships that would be better off because what people don't do nowadays is they don't take time out for the friendship. There's not yes. much friendship in the beginning. So once you hit the midpoint of your relationship and it may be rocky, you always revert back to what did we build this on? Yep. And I agree. Even by, by you saying that, she actually spoke on like just you know, <clears throat> the beginner stages, like like even like with the vibes and just how you starting out, you know what I'm saying? When you're talking to somebody, you know, because mm -hmm. uh, what I could agree on, which what a lot of men do, it's almost like they pay for a woman's attention. And how she kind yes. of find on that instead of it coming naturally. Yeah. To the point where now it gets to like now you feel like the person is using you. Well, you came in, <laughs> you came in this way. Yes. You know and, I, and I was happy that you even spoke on that. I'm like, man, that's even taking it deeper that people 
know what I'm saying? Saying it's like you as far as just starting Because it's a hurtful and, feeling, you know? Yeah. You, you, yeah. We as women, it, women that are wanting to just go out on dates and not necessarily saying, like, there's no price tag to a date. That's what I don't think enough people yeah. understand. A date is simply what you make it. For example, this, this situation we have, we set a date, here we are. Like, you know, it's as simple as that. I went on a date and this sounds crazy, but I love to share it because it's true. One day I had a date and I call it a date because we agreed to meet and it was because I I happened to be out available. I was going to a store. I needed to go get some things. This was the only real free time that I had in between some clients. And he happened to be available too. He met me at the store. We walked and talked while I shopped for the stuff that I needed and left. And we ended up actually continuing to talk because he was able and I was able. Now, did he spend any money? No, he didn't. Did he buy the things I bought, wanted? No, he didn't. And we were able to connect on a regular level outside of, oh, what you can offer, what you, I didn't see the car he pulled up in because I was already in the store. So he wasn't right. judged immediately off of his vehicle. I don't know mm-hmm. what he could have afforded in the store when he was in there because that wasn't my concern. Right. We genuinely connected. People have put, price tags on it so now when a woman does want to go out on a date a guy feels like he may get used because you got these hungry females that only wanted to eat and wasn't really interested in him so that you're right it does take me back to when i felt like I feel like a man should know. When men are talking, we all as grown adults can feel vibes. You talk to a person who likes you more than you even like them, but you knew in that feeling, okay, I can be like like this. So right. when you talk to someone that doesn't feel even half of that, you know what it's like to be over liked. So you mm-hmm. know what it feels like to be under liked. So then you get into a man that's like, okay, well, maybe if I take her on a date, she may like me more. No, nah, you ain't got to do that. Because right. us, when we see each other, we are spiritual species. We connect quickly. And then comes the convo to build from there. You shouldn't have to go and, oh, well, I bought her this. So this is about to happen because now it's a give and take and you're expecting at every moment. And once the expectations come, you are basically setting yourself up to be let down. Humans are not made to have just a bunch of expectations. We are just set to deliver what we can. Yeah, I agree. And I think society is doing it. It's like society makes you feel now that you got to have So much money spent. We had a topic in our Facebook group and asked how much should you spend on the first date? And it was amazing that people was like, anything over $100, man, we got to go home. And there were some women that were even saying the same thing. And I was honestly like, I wouldn't put a price tag on. It's all about what we're doing because fun, you can go there with the expectation of, ah, we're going to go to the arcade. But man, I'm digging this person now. And right. hey, let's go from the arcade. Let's let's go get something to eat over and, here. I agree. Yes, and I'm not, I was just. Yeah. So I'm not worried about how much it costs, because at that point I'm having fun. Yeah. So I don't want to. And then sometimes, sadly, home. they're not telling the truth, because some of those restaurants you're spending over 100 in, that food wasn't even that good. So now mm-hmm. to stay here and not yeah. like the food and still got to give you some. Not OK. Yeah. And, and that's what society is pushing us towards. It's like, yeah, it's, it's, especially for the men. Uh, like, I, I just feel like, I, yeah, I just feel like just men feel like they have to come off this certain way towards women because it's almost like, like I said, with society and how it almost feel like, like and and that's why I like um, women like you that speak out like this because it's rare. So yeah. I'm to the point where like, we got to protect our queens that, that because it's almost like when you say something and you, and you know that people are taking a certain way or they, or they, they don't, they don't want us to come out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even like how they how people try to cancel people. Just you know when 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 true true raw shit come out and, and people can't stand tape because they know that it'll mess up whatever's going on. 
Yeah. You know, just yeah. by speaking right. like that, like you, I'm pretty sure you you've had some 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 negative feedback from women. You know, just oh just by, god, yeah, just, just by terrible. Speaking your end, like I said, you clearly said this is about me, but I made sure I heard you when you said. But if anybody can take anything from this video, and like, even though that was almost like a small un- underlying text, but that is a bit because I think whether you already got there or not. I think anybody, I think then everybody could take something away from this video. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And, you know, and that's why it blew, it blew up the way that I even told you. I, I, I felt like I could relate to a lot of things she was saying. And this is a, as a man speaking. Right. You know and I love so that too. I have, I've had husbands feedback, wives yeah. feedback. Said, I've been in this relationship oh so many years and I never even thought about it like that. You actually have us reanalyzing our relationship and trying to see what we can now add to ourselves right. to offer to each other because we are both caps within our relationship. And, and see, that side thing. didn't get on World Star and that bottle versus cap is real. Like, and it, I just, I, when I first heard it, that was an ultimate gem to me. Like, and it, I did, I've done stand-up comedy before and I know that in comedy, oh, nice. when you do comedy, visualization is huge when you're an audience member. So the thing that I'm stating when I'm giving you a story, if you can visualize it, regardless of how you're seeing it, that Mm -hmm. makes it that much funnier for yourself. So the bottle versus the cap, that's an easy visualization for anyone. So that's why I, I, I really... I'm sad and you know of course that they didn't add that but of course I do get why because I know you know world stars right. a different type of platform so you know I respect it you know so that's why I'm never gonna be like dang I sure wish it didn't get on there because I'm not gonna say that because there are right. still people even under the world star video that seen through the basics underlying and we're like okay wow mm-hmm. this is something so it still goes back to your level of understanding yep and if that clip can bring them to you and then they can see what it is that you're really saying you know the full aspect of it. I, I don't apologize. Right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Right. Right. <laughs> but I tell you what, that that was empowering. Once I seen it, it it touched us so much. We we put cologne on for this interview, and you ain't even here. Oh, no, <laughs> you're not. Damn. <laughs> well, I'm saddened by that because when I tell you that I love cologne, so like uh, like that's my thing. Like I actually I had a conversation at the salon because it's so many men that are now on their their spiritual journeys, which I 100 respect. Health, you know, journeys and things of that. But like y'all walking up on us smelling like eucalyptus leaves, and it's like we women want to smell a big strong. Right. Mm, we don't want to smell no dang tea yeah. tree oil. Don't nobody want to whiff that. That ain't it. So like, like, like it's unfortunate because yeah, you got men. <laughs> better y'all are cleaner thank god you know showers are longer more crevices for being <laughs> but now we ain't getting no cologne like hit the nips right. so when we hit the chest hug it's smelling amazing you know yeah cool and natural but we need yeah you need yeah. that little spray that, that cologne yeah a little, a little spray ain't gonna hurt nobody no and, and um I just, I just i just got one thing and it's kind of speaking on on your image it's just just the just from when we came across the video and then just learned so much about you um I know when it comes to uh, tattoos, like me and my brother both have tattoos and I believe everybody's tattoos tells a story. And I see that you have a lot of art. I mean, the, uh, with your tattoos, like, was it more so, um, more so stories about yourself or just like, did you just enjoy the art of being expressive with it and end up being a tattoo model? Like what, what got you into even wanting to mark your body with such beautiful pieces? <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, 
well, in the beginning, of course, it was just, I was younger. I got my first tattoo at 16. So it was just being young and wanting to have a tattoo. As life went on, I just kind of added small pieces. And then I really sat still. But when my first son was taken by his dad, it became a trauma release. So I, I mean, for about the first six months, and mind you, he was gone for almost almost seven years um, is how long he held him from me. Um, mm -hmm. Within that time, that, that first six months, almost every two weeks I was going. So I was building my arm sleeve, just trauma style. And it was just getting things that just kind of would take my mind off. So like, as like, um, I do plan to interview about this further, but the, the, the locations and how they are, how everything comes together does tell a small story. And um, I have meaningful pieces. I have pieces that don't mean so much. They were just time pieces. Just like, you know what, I'll take that. Just do it so I could sit there. And I've cried through tattoos. I've sat and numb through tattoos, but they do all in their own way tell a story. And as time went on, of course, my maturity changed. So the piece became more meaningful. So here within the last few years, a lot more of what you see with the unks, the pyramids, as I started to learn who I was and the things that I was into culturally, I started to add those as a mindset and a refrain. And also people that are damaged um, love to get tattoos as well, because it gives you something else to discuss. So mm -hmm. when you see me, I don't know what you see. So I may mm -hmm. feel like all of the damage that I'm wearing on my heart, you see. I don't want you to see that. So when you see a tattoo, it's like, ooh, what's that mean? Now I can discuss this, which takes you away from right. this trauma that I'm feeling over here. So it's a discussion to take you away from something else. So I, I as time went on, I, I did more and more because now when you see me, it's like, oh, well, yeah, you can sound beautiful. Yeah, you can say I'm thick. But now you can be like, oh, that's nice. What's that? What's this? So it takes you away from the things that I don't always enjoy discussing and gives you a different topic to discuss and opens your mind to something different. Because I have tattoos from the movie Real Steel. I got basic stuff like Hello Kitty. I have pyramids. Mm. I have feathers. I have roses. But then I have lilies. And they all definitely mean something different. I even have from the song back in the day is there a bird on your shoulder can you kill it i literally have a bluebird on my shoulder so like I, I every different thing just has a meaning for whatever the purpose but yes they do definitely tell a story and the story is really to take away from my story so it's a different story i live a fairy tale on my skin that's a hell of a breakdown i like that and you know what I, since i've been following you I'll be honest there's one thing that i disagree with that you said and it was excuse my voice i know it's a little hoarse but um, you said that tattoos, I don't want to quote you, you might not be in these exact words, but you said you love tattoos and they feel good. And then I was like, whoa, I had one. It didn't feel good. <laughs> I, it hurt like hell. But once you've had three kids natural and your first son was 10 pounds, three ounces, a oh, tattoo yeah. ain't. Yeah. A tattoo ain't. That's a big baby. I thought mine was big at seven pounds, 13. <laughs> yes. Uh -uh. My yeah. youngest son, his nickname is Nugget. And it's because he was my smallest child. He was six pounds, 11 ounces. My first was 10, three. And my second was nine, eight. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a big baby. Okay. You cleared that up. But <laughs> staying on the <laughs> tattoos, there was something that I know you said. And I know we ain't going to spend too much time addressing the idiots. But there were some people that addressed you that said you didn't love yourself because you marked mm -hmm. your body up with the tattoos. <laughs> How did that make you feel? I, I, I mean, I know in general, cause I'm like, idiot, whatever. 
Well, it made me laugh because um, it's the opposite of what I feel. I love myself so much that instead of continuing to share my hurt, my pain, I'd rather give you something else to look at. So I'd rather discuss something different. I want to protect that part of me. So so you don't see it, feel it, acknowledge it, or even think it exists. Here, discuss this. My favorite is the guys that were like, okay, well, now that you're on this journey, you'll want to go get all of your tattoos removed so you can get a man. That's the one that made me laugh. Oh, wow. For me, definitely is not going to see this. That's a fact. Because when I meet the man for me, I'm not going to see this. So if he only sees this and he's like, oh, well, dang, I would have. But that last tattoo, just I can't yeah. do it. Then you weren't for me. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that's great. That's crazy. Yeah, and um, one thing that is crazy, like I said, we, we got uh, one of our biggest followers is our Facebook group. We get a lot of good content and a lot of great people that uh that's, that's in that group and uh it was actually one which i guess it just come like everybody can't agree on everything but it was a woman actually and i'm one of the admins of the group she blocked me in the group just because um i was I, I wanted to really go into this topic and she had a lot of deflection um and i know i, I just had questions you no know, i just had questions right. because my questions were based off because i knew this wasn't the message that she was trying to sent across even by her talking about herself so one of the main things that that was said uh was um they for one they like i said they were saying they, they, they was feeling sorry for you because they was putting it in the perspective that that man that asked you that question was in the wrong like who is he to ask you that question when all i asked was well um no and they said because well she um Somebody, uh, like she, she's fine just, just, just the way she is, uh, and, and some man will appreciate it. And I had to come back and say, well, I don't think you guys understood what she actually said. And she, she never said, said that after dude that asked that question, that, 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 that question opened her eyes to something that she, and I said, it took her 32 years to even try to answer, you know? And um, even by, and, and I think a lot of friends do this, especially women, they, uh, they don't always keep it 100 with, with their friends, you know, as far as right. this, especially if they're going through something, they want to say the best thing to, to make it sound good. And one of the main things is they were saying, like, well, it's a man out there for you. Almost like, of course, I think it is, 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 is you know, everybody can find somebody that they can relate with. But they were saying the software, right. like, you shouldn't have to change for a man. It's somebody out there that accept you the way you are. I'm like, this woman is clearly saying that. This is what she has to bring, and she she and she does not agree with herself that this is enough for for, for her. So right. why does she continue? Because I remember you said that it's almost like you was wearing the pants in your in, in relationship. So if this is something right. that you don't want to continue doing, and you want to you know what I'm saying get, get better at, at at just yourself, and then just seeing right. the response from women, like I think that that I think that's a, a case of women tearing tearing down each other. Like you got to yes, you, I you feel like be real. they're and, not. Women, you said it. There are women that are not willing to accept that they are currently living and advertising this high vibration, but living at their lowest vibration. Yeah. And I was one of those women. I, I, I was walking. I mean, I, I, every day I'm told I'm beautiful. Every day I'm told I'm attractive. I'm hollered at constantly when I'm out in public. So that can give you this large head. So make you feel like you're amazing. Like you just got so much great going on. One thing that I know, even in this current situation, this viral is everything when I open my phone. When I'm at home, I'm still alone. I'm still single. I still have bills, issues. The week I went viral, my furnace went out. My landlord was out of town. 
till the following Tuesday. Mm. I was in here cold. We had a little bitty heater. We was making it work. Viral wasn't over here making nothing happen for that. There was no one dishing cash to send a furnace into my home. You know, like those are the things that I think that people are missing. So when you are, I guess, living this internet lifestyle, when in reality, that ain't it. That's where I had to take an understanding. Yeah, you get all of these people that say all of these different things. But for me, like I was, I, they say you are what you attract. And I don't think people are taking into understanding that when you're attractive, you attract it all. It's what you select out of the attraction. So that ain't to say I've only attracted all trash. I I probably attracted amazing men within the amongst of men I've attracted. But I kept selecting the things that mirror me which is my lower vibration. I keep talking to the traumas that I'm used to versus going towards something different. But the definition of insanity is wanting something different by repeating the same thing. So I'm still doing the same me at this basic level of myself. And then women are saying, girl, you be fine because a man gonna accept you like that. I've already experienced that. And those men, I don't want. So I have to level myself up (laughs) so that the men that I want will come to me because I'm now what they want. Like I read a meme the other day that said men that make make 85K a year shouldn't make date women that make 35K a year. Well, that could have been a low blow to me. I make more than that. But that that to some, like, I honestly could, I could agree with that. I've made more than an ex before and they've almost tore down everything I have. So depending mm-hmm. on what the person's been through, they can truly relate to that. If I make a large amount, I kind of don't want to mess with someone that makes too low because they may tear down everything that I have to offer. Right. That ain't saying, oh, it was women up under there. Oh, here we go. So all the good men got to go date a white woman. So that's what you heard out of that versus being a black oh, woman that could go man. try to attain 85 K nothing about that motivated you to want to go make 85 K. So now I'm hearing women that are making 35 K basically like, Oh, well that's messed up. He don't want me. So you don't want to do anything about yourself to level yourself up. Cause for all, you know, making 85 K could get you someone that makes even more than that. If that's your mindset. So it all is every, every, there's a reason why there's so many different brands of everything on the market, because there are so many different types of people to acquire it. Every type of brand is set for every person. And that's just the way it is. I agree 100% because that sounds like something else that I I came across that you said, the internet versus reality. And I know that going back a little bit to what you were saying about viral ain't there to help you and you're going through your issues like your furnace. Not at all. And it, but then we, we tend, like I said, society puts so much out there. And so now that label of 85K a year has people really thinking that because they're like, this is what society is saying. So no, I'm not dating no woman, but it's so much more that a woman or a man, I mean, it, it could go either way. Whoever's making 80, 85 K a year is so much more to it that the opposite person brings to the table, but you have to be able to see that, you know, cause right. to me, what I've learned in my 40 years of living here is the the most empowering and the breakthroughs to me are when you can compromise on a, dis- a disagreement or it might not even be a disagreement, but just different views of something with somebody when you, when you don't see eye to eye, but you find a compromise. Those are to me, the best, the best moments and the moments that you will build off of. Mm. Because if you can't do that, it, it's not going to work because you cannot yeah. go through a relationship of any sort to me where every disagreement is going to do this 
And then because all you're going to do is hold on to it and it's going to come back up. Oh, true. I agree. I definitely agree. And then I, you know, it, to just even to expand on the meme in, 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 in two different directions. The first direction is the 85K person, that breadwinner, you know, just because they are making that can even in any moment get laid off. And now the 35K person is the one we're, we're surviving from. And if y'all are able together to make that work and still make things happen, then y'all are still that same winning couple when y'all had that accumulative 11, 111K. I, I'm, math is trash for Delia, but that when y'all were making basically over the six figure level together, but now we're having to survive off that, but are able together as a unit to do so y'all can win. But then when you, you know, go the other direction with it, um, one of my number one things I love to share with um, younger people uh, as far as understanding a real struggle. Uh, when me and my first uh, son's father um, were together before I actually had my son, we had a, a moment of struggle that in the outside world was a struggle, but for us was everything. All our bills was paid. Cars were handled. We didn't have car notes at the time. And we literally had $10 together for a weekend. This was all we had until we both went to work. We paid everything broke to the world but to us so literally this we smoked so we had a friend so five dollars went to the smoke and he threw us a shell the other five we went and bought a double cheeseburger meal split the double cheeseburger the fries and the drink had sex smoked the blunt and was happy in that moment we were good we, everything was paid for we had just us and we were good we had cable so we watched tv we had each other we were good and maybe right. those are the struggles those moments that was a struggle moment in real life but yeah. we weren't struggling at all if you can't survive something as simple as that in your relationship that, that those moments then you ain't talking about nothing if, if you those yeah. are the true ups and downs like and that's why i say to the outside where we may have been broke because technically we weren't able to go out that weekend we didn't go do the things that you see on the internet but we were good and it, it's not about the internet it's about us it's our relationship mm -hmm. so many people post their relationship on it that's why i had made another video when i was being funny about me being into, into polygamy and i was saying how i have a main and a guy that doesn't live with me but y'all would never see my main because y'all not about to be involved in that and when people aren't yeah. involved in your relationship your relationship stays your relationship yeah i agree that's one thing that's like a law like you got to be careful, you know, because people use that. People will use even even your positivity. They'll try to use it against you, uh -huh. you know, in, in your relationship. So and, and you got to be strong too, you know, to have that that exterior like that to see. Like you said, the Internet versus reality. Like some people just want their moment. So they'll say whatever it is that they can yep. say to get you to respond. Because do whatever. Yep. So, yep. yeah, that's, that's crazy. Cool. I got a question. Um, just us and you speaking on struggle and, and I was saying how uh just like I said how just you, your viral moment and then plenty of other videos even that you had out with this uh how people can relate to it. I I told you personally I can relate to it and even going back to how you were saying how you were adopted. I was adopted also. Uh, oh, okay. And then even just like growing up, like I said with whether the struggles or one of the main things that uh I took out that you said that which is another hard thing for people to admit is that you said, even when that viral video came out, you were bitter. And a lot of people, women and men, it, it, I believe it's hard for them to admit that. I think everybody has, has a bit of bitterness in them. But uh, yeah, just speaking like a year later from that, how has that gotten better as far as you even um, 
accepting the fact that you are bitter and is willing to work on on that. You know what I'm saying for any 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 future endeavors. Um, thank you so much for asking that. Because um, I definitely wanted to touch on that. One important thing: number one, this video was a year ago, so um, it was two types of bitter. The bitter that it came off in the video, I feel now listening and just hearing so much feedback, it did come off as if I'm bitter about men. And that wasn't the case. Mm -hmm. Me being adopted makes me bitter from abandonment. So the bitterness, of course, trickled further with the men only in the format of I've now had children with these men and they've either left me with the children or taken the children and left me, which only adds to the original abandonment issues that I was already suffering from a child. So it goes back to that list. Like I was saying, if you have a list and then the list just keeps getting longer and longer, this is all weight now on my shoulders. So now, OK, wow. I meet this guy who may not have this weight. Maybe he only has one child and him is his ex wife because he didn't have a child out of wedlock these are all merits for him this is good looks in my eyes at least this is why i'm saying it mm -hmm. um had ex-wife with the child they co-parent healthily but then he comes to me a bitter baby daddy number one who he don't know when and when he may want to pay child support bitter daddy number two who has my child bitter daddy number three who doesn't know when he wants this is all a lot of issues for him so he right. has to decide if he want to put up with me and then i mm -hmm. can't get upset if he doesn't want to i can't feel like oh well i'm beautiful and i'm attractive and I'm light skinned, so you should want to talk to me. That's trash. Those are not qualities. Those are not characteristics that build longevity. So these are listings that I actually see people state as to why a person should get with them. And that doesn't add anything to anything. You can't go build because you're light skinned. You can't go build because you're pretty. Looks go away. So when you're generalizing the, the bitter side of just everything, my bitterness stemmed from way back. So it took me 32 years to even realize I was bitter from way back. So with me knowing all of this stuff that I need to work on, it goes into me saying, I need to take a step back and reanalyze some crap. So just like within my business, when COVID went down, I was working in my business so much. I had did a salon chat interview and I was discussing with her that it actually gave me an opportunity to step back and work on the business. So now this is me now. I've been working so much as me. Now I'm taking the time to work on me now because I'm no longer in the position where I have to be this person for someone else because I'm being a person for these children. So before I'm ready right. to take that step and be what this other person needs, because I'm huge on the yin and the yang, those are equals. So if mm. I want to be an equal quality body person to a man, because I want a man, I don't want a nigga, I don't want a dude, I don't want a fella, right. I don't want a homeboy, I don't want a mm. brother, I want a man, then I have to be a woman and I have to know what that means and I have to understand it. And I think a hardship that I suffered from with being adopted is my parents were married for over 50 years by the time I came into their lives. My mom was 67 oh, wow. when I was seven. So relationship hardships, I didn't oh, yeah. deal with any of that. I didn't see it. They didn't get into arguments. They may have a little petty argument over the cornbread was left in the stove too long. <laughs> but bitterings and things that I feel, you know, that younger people would kind of see their parents go yeah. through. I didn't see any of that. Then would be raised with a generation that was basically two generations back. I was raised strictly old school but I live in a new school, one that my right. mom couldn't even prepare me for. So where I would see women under there like, well, darn, I, she, she needed a better leader. I kind of did. And not that my mama wasn't leading, but she didn't right. set me up for the things that I'm dealing with now because the things I'm dealing with now, she wasn't dealing with then. So that definitely mm -hmm. matters. And me continuing to just live, we, we don't take the time to do what I'm talking about. We just live. I had the first kid, that first kid was taken. I was 
emotional loss alone, I went and had another kid to try to fill that gap. I just kept yep. going versus taking a step and just living in it. Like I've stated now, I'm now a mother of three, but I haven't experienced that yet. So next year, because I'm going to keep saying. Shut up. Yep, I think we lost for a second. And even move further from that. So like all of these things, like these are things I don't think people get. We'd just be lonely. We'd be horny. And outside of that, now what? Then you end up like how I've been, just with more kids. And that ain't it. Like that just ain't it. So you just have to take that time and you have to want to. I wanted to. So that also may be a large difference between me and a lot of people. I wanted that difference. I want that change. I want better. Yeah, and uh, I, I I completely agree. Like I said, it's just the way you the, the way you dissect your life is is just, it's just amazing. And and even even by you able to even admit that, man, like for for a long time, <laughs> I just I just wanted to be with someone. Not even for for the simple fact that you know uh, I I need to look a certain way towards the next person or just see say I got a man. Just like I, I put myself through so much just because I didn't want to be alone. And just like I said, it's it just acknowledging that and and I mean, willing to bury yourself on that is is a big step. And I think a lot of people could uh could relate to and installing in their life. Uh, one of the last things, that, one of the last big questions I had, and you don't got to spend too much time because I know it's pretty sensitive. But just speaking how you saying you're a, a mother of three, and you haven't been able to fully experience that. Uh, one thing that uh, I saw that um, you asked a question of, as far as just the stuff that you went on with your uh, with your uh, with your kid's father, as far as what were you going through now, trying to get your your son back with the uh, with the GoFundMe and everything with your six year old son, and then you was asking about your youngest and wanting his dad to be in his life, but being so scarred and through, going through so much with the first two. You know, and just asking that question, like, I mean, like, it was it was such a, a a touchy question that it was it was even hard for me to even answer, right? Because when when you experience this a couple of times, and now you want your son to have that father figure in your life, but you don't want to get to that point because no, you, you've been scarred. No, this 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 you know, the, uh, being thirty three now, you didn't realize. You, I'm pretty sure you didn't think that. Oh, I'm I, at one point. I'm not gonna be able to have all three of my kids. You know what I'm saying? For the holidays, something like this. So, I mean, so asking that question was a tough question as far as just being able to, you know what I'm saying, pretty much put the, the guards down and let that father be in the son's life, knowing that what you've been through, um, it's, you know, it's just, it, it's almost like, I want to say trauma. So, I mean, have 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 you even got any, any, any good feedback as far as even from the, that question you asked uh, about what's your youngest son? I think that I, I think that everyone probably feels the same way you do because majority of the responses have kind of been mixed because it is a touchy subject. Like you're basically hitting on a third time's a charm situation. Yeah. You know, my mm -hmm. first son's father took his son because I placed him on child support. It wasn't no other reason. And one thing that, you know, I don't, one thing about living in different places and being on the internet is people can only answer from either their level of understanding, of course, but also where they're from. So people that don't stay in Missouri may not understand how the laws in Missouri work. But in Missouri, Missouri is a fair state. So unless you actually go to court for the court to decide that one parent 
gets the child over the other, it's equal. So my first son's father was able to keep him without any merit, any problem, any issue, because no court decided that he couldn't have them. And until we went to court, which we still hadn't, he just finally came around and I get my oldest son. I have my oldest son and I get my youngest son. Um, but so the crazy thing is I, the my second son's father, I did not place him on the birth certificate for the reason of what my first son's father did. And my second son's father was still able to, and the police stated it was because if my son is aware that that's his dad and he's aware that he's his son, they have no liberty to go in and remove him. And it even was worse because in the time that he's been gone. Wow. We lose again. Yeah, I think it's back. Oh, okay. There we go. My child not even being with the parent that he knows as his parent, they still couldn't bring me my child because in Missouri, they don't do that. So now I have my third son and my third son that wants it. And I'm now saying past tense because we did communicate so that we could decide something. And for him, it's like, if I can't have him all weekend, I just don't want him at all. And I'm not okay with that. And he doesn't understand that and wants to try. Well, I'm not here to I'm not going to go back and forth. So it's either, you know, we meet and you do a few hours, you know, and start it to get him comfortable. He doesn't right. know you either, you know, so that we can do what's comfortable for everyone or we can just leave it as what it is and him not know anything at all. Because at this present time, he doesn't know who he is. So I don't want you to introduce yourself and then bounce out of his life. I want to do the things that are going to be in the best interest of the child. Yeah. So, yes, do I want him to have his father? Of course. But if you're not going to be a stationary father, then no, I don't. Like, you might as well just stay gone. It, it's better just to stay gone. So it, it's still a touchy subject because he now no longer wants to be interested. No one could really assist. And I am still dealing with the middle child father situation. So until we go to court and I'm on my last continuance, which is my main, you know, stress, that's the reason why I just finally did the last final plea for the GoFundMe because you get three continuances and then they drop the case. Mm. And he hasn't been to the first two court dates because they can't locate him. So I'm not aware on how that happens, but I do know that once I've talked to a lawyer, the lawyer stated that because he does have a case pending, that the lawyer can communicate with the other lawyer. So my plans are to have him served at his court date to come to my court date. And I have no shame in the world knowing that at all because it's public record. It's just, right, I can't get him at my court date. So Yeah, I just love the, the vulnerability. I love how vulnerable you are like because that's hard. Even I've, I'll be the first to admit it's hard for me because I've, I've just never been that person. I keep it here and I deal with it, but I also have learned that I need to let it out somewhere, you know, right. whether that's finding that, that, you know, that person, that partner that you trust in that much or dealing with it another way. But I'm coming around now since, since doing the podcast has helped me being a little more vulnerable. And you hear so much, like, because I disagreed, and this is a little bit off subject, but when, what was that, uh, Quavo and Saweetie had the little riff in the elevator and they were fighting over whatever that box was that they had, suitcase, I had to do, because I didn't agree with him wrestling with a woman. I'm like, dude, but I had to do it, call me lame because I didn't agree with it. You know, that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm better now because <laughs> immediately you want to pop off because you're like, oh, yeah. you don't know me, yeah. but you, you have to realize that's what people, that's what they do, you yeah. know? So 
No, oh, um, yeah, I had a guy DM me and say, well, if all you have to offer is that box, I got a thousand right now. Where are you at? And that's what I'm saying. Like, people just don't get it, you know? So, I mean, I'm, I'm learning to be vulnerable without worrying about what people think. You know, that's something that I'm working on. And that, that, yeah, and that's why I, and when she was talking about starting a podcast, I think she's there. And that's why I say, like, if anything, this is something that, uh, uh, that, that actually worked. And I mean, just like, this is why we, we know and doing this podcast for over a year, like, it's a, it's a slow journey, but I just know just the feedback that you would get from that. And man, it, it is, it's just open opportunities for, a lot more things that you know what I'm saying, or a lot a, a lot more people that you know what I'm saying that 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 she can reach. And I just you're talking about just like a jack of all trades, you, you got your hands in a little everything. Yeah. So I mean is is that 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 that's one that's one thing that's that's um good as far as you know what I'm saying for a woman. And like I said <laughs> at the end of the day, I I I I really and I'm I'm happy that we even got you on here because it was just like I said. A lot of confusion, and I and I and I and I hope after this interview, especially women, will actually see like, man, like she's over ex- expounding. Even if you didn't want to, you know, what I'm saying, agree with what she was saying. This is this is somebody that's like I said, this is somebody that's at the end of the day go home, <laughs> got kids, got things to take care of. She's she's normal, like yeah. anybody else. Just because she went viral, <clears throat> exactly. and all this, you know, what I'm saying people start to set set standards on like, man, this is still a a, a human being at the end yeah. of the day, just like us. Oh, and, exactly. and if you must know too, I went viral. I didn't make a dime from the vibe mm-hmm. because that video was my live, and it was on Facebook, and it was as a live. So the very first viral that hit didn't have my name on it. So I had to go into TikTok and upload the live, dissect it into two videos and put my name on it. So luckily for me, the World Star Edition is the one with my name on it or people still wouldn't have known. So when people were telling me about my video, I wasn't, the the, the traffic wasn't flowing to me because no one knew who the woman was. Right. Didn't think about that. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, most <clears throat> that's 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 another gem for people out there that you know yeah so for all the people Brandon. that love to go live you know and that's not to hate on live because lives can do you of good but mm-hmm. i that was a basic facebook live post that i did which i guess now if i would have been paying attention then i could have started podcasting then i used to get up every day and i would just make a live and i would just touch on subjects so that was how that right. video and the bitter video had came about and then i just kind of fell off on it of course cuz you know when you don't stick to stuff then it's kind of just falls by the wayside but in the mean and in between those conversations were happening via live but i wasn't watermarking them you know so there was mm-hmm. no way to actually assess who was making them if they mm-hmm. weren't directly shared from my platform right. and i didn't know that people could save lives but then of course there's screen records so mm-hmm. people can screen record so if you don't have your name on your content, then yeah, it can be taken and utilized in any way. And now I've seen my video reshared on many platforms and people getting more views than me in my own video. So it's crazy, video. but that's a, yeah, for people that are trying to create, yes, if you don't watermark your stuff, then once it hits the internet, it is free to all. The internet is yeah. free to all. Yes, that's it. And then something I wanted to, before we <laughs> go on anything else, I got a question for you. Because you just seem so well-rounded to me. Are you really a big Chiefs fan? Oh, oh I am. I am. <laughs> and I'm a Chiefs fan. I'm a yeah, Chiefs well. fan. But I'm going to tell you, I'm, I, I have to... 
I'm, I'm not I'm not gonna say I'm not a good Chiefs fan, but I'm more of I'm a Chiefs fan because my dad was a Chiefs fan. He was a diehard Chiefs okay. fan, and he was alive for the first Super Bowl that they won. He passed nice. the year that we went. He died December 24th of 2017, and that mm. year we went to the Super Bowl. So and won. But um, mm. before he passed, he asked me to be a Chiefs fan. So I'm really just a continuated Chiefs fan. Oh, okay. So like I be dead. So like at the games, I like I'm the one that can dress their tail off, but I don't be knowing half of what's going on in the game. I'm that just, fan. I was just going to say, uh, man, I, I, I thought she was a big football fan because yeah, I like, man, she, yeah, I got the on the. I, I, I don't even know. I don't even know where you get that George Kittle jersey from. I saw the drip, but but then the dance, I'm like, okay, this, okay, I, I, I gotta make sure. Yeah, I, I, I go. I right. go to the games. Like I, I'm, I go to the Chiefs games. So like that, the, that which y'all see me at, that was when we played the. Broncos, so you know that was a big deal game for us because they in our division. Like right. I know enough. See, I know that, what we that play. Right like I was. That, yeah, I'll be said, on it. I was messed up the other night. I'm like, well, why are we playing on a Thursday night? But it's because I'm still <laughs> still new to it. Like, but like I'm I'm up on our stuff. I know what we be up into. You know, I just I like you were saying about the attention span. So like during the games, you know, I'm out talking to people, networking and things like that. When I am oh, at the yeah. games, I'll watch stuff like that. But. 100%. I wear Chiefs gear all the time. I, I'm that person that I'm debating on which type of tattoo of us I want to get. I'm still iffy <laughs> on that side of things, but I am 100% all day long a Chiefs fan. <laughs> nice, nice. I seen it. I had to ask because I'm just, I, I love to see women that that's into football, you know, even mm-hmm. if it's a little bit. Like my, my wife plays fantasy football with us. Yeah. So, oh, like, so cool. and at the beginning, she was just learning. And, and then she started playing and then she really got into it. So now it's a thing, you know, is uh, when I seen that, I'm like, I gotta ask. Is she really? I feel like we are fun. Like- we are fun fans if we know what's going on. Cause we're so much more emotional as a creature. So we cussing and yelling at the screen. Cause I got aunties that know what's going on. <laughs> when them flags fall, my auntie be like, oh, and yeah. I don't even know what's happening. So <laughs> I, yes. Yeah. We, we be, yeah. A female fan is hilarious in my opinion. Yeah, I, I watched my wife cuss Eli Manning out plenty of times. Oh, man. <laughs> well, I mean, um, it, it's just great that you got a, a story behind almost anything that we ask, even <laughs> even as simple as just the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, uh, and I, I just want to make sure because I'm big and I, I really, I want to say I became a fan of yours. I want to make, I, I really became somebody that's going to tend to, even in the future, we'll, we'll, we'll watch out for what you got going on because one thing that I don't even remember what video is from, but one thing that I preach on this podcast is uh, using your platform a certain way. And I, I I can't remember what even video video you you was talking about with it, but I, I agree, especially with with us as far as the our, our culture, us us as black men and women, especially if we're doing something like this. I mean, something like as, as soon as soon as we did the the video about this. You even said like, man, we we, we got to contact. Her. Like, this is something because mm-hmm. like, I mean, even though you you and you and you're still growing every day, it just seemed like something. Okay, well, even with the the crowd that we got, you know, what I'm saying I think this is this, this could be like a uplifting moment. And then learning more and more about you, and we're gonna uh, try to even push for, you know, what I'm saying and, and promote and uh, put it out there for for your son with the GoFundMe and everything. And oh, thank you I so think much. at the end of the day, that's just what it is. Like me, me, and me, me and my brother has been has been good with this as far as being able to do this every week, just because it's something that we do and we love, right? You know, and you can kind of tell when 
especially when when somebody go viral and then just stuff you can tell when they just just doing the shit just because like okay i know i'm gonna get something mm-hmm. or you just seeing where it's just a lot of stuff is coming from the heart and that's the type of people and the type of energy that we like to keep around us yeah. especially doing the podcast so that's most definitely uh i mean as like i said just that platform just speaking on that has always been big for me i agree and i want to thank you let me thank you first before i forget because with everything that you have going on and, you know, even the, the viral moment, I think it's just going <clears> to <throat> snowball into more viral moments or just a, a constant and bigger following for you. And I do pray that that happens for you. But I want to thank you because so many people we reach out to that might have that moment. The head gets big and they quickly pick and choose who they want to deal with. And they may look at a small outfit like ours and say, Ah, they don't have 50,000 followers or they're, you know, they're not doing 200,000, you know, per video. So, you know, but you, you responded, you picked up your phone and I appreciate that because that's what it's about to me. It's about building on the way up. And so with this being done with you, I don't care how big you get or we get from this. We'll never forget that. And you family of the show now, whether you like it or not. <laughs> so you 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 well, been adopted in our family, and we we always going to reach out. We always going to check in with you. You know, yeah. I know you got other things going on. We don't expect you to answer every single you know message that we send or DM. Or, but just to know that this is not just like a one time thing, and we thank you for that because yeah, well, you didn't have to do what you did. You know, coming on with us. Thank you. And y'all didn't have to have me, so it means a lot to me as well. Absolutely. What, do you got anything else in the way out, brother? Mm. I, I do. There was something. I want to know if you are coming from the same place that I'm coming from. When you said, let me get it right, that a lot of women choose to be single now because it's easier because men are, you know, the exact words are different now. Because men aren't being men anymore. Yes, there we go. Men aren't being men anymore. Can you expound on that a little bit? Because I, I have a, I've said the same thing, but I might have been coming from a different angle than you. Oh, because they tearing that meme up too, baby. That meme is a, they really? up under there. Oh, I had to cut the comments off <laughs> on my Instagram under that meme. It was, it, they was oh, under wow. there cussing each other out. It, it was bad. It, it wasn't, it wasn't a good look. And mm. I think men were getting frustrated because they're like, it's all about monetary. And for me, um, where I was coming from with it, number one, it was just a meme that I seen. And a marketing thing that I do is I just take my beautiful modeling pictures and turn them into me. So now you can see them. And if you can relate, share it. And it's a win for everyone. But so I just took that meme and made it into a meme. But where I was coming from is now, of course, back in the day, women, of course, were not working as much. So men Mm -hmm. were required to have all of these assets. But I don't think that women were realizing that they were literally being in exchange for goats and things like that. So we are no longer living in that. There's no longer a man knocking on your door with some type of peace offering to come and get you and take you home. And he has this castle for you to live in and do all of these things. So 
we are currently in a society where women are doing for themselves and having, but men aren't necessarily doing that. So it's a lot easier for a woman to just stay single because men aren't still accumulating as much as women are accumulating. So if you want to be a woman that doesn't just want a man for some sex, then it's just easier to stay to yourself. Now that can even go into the meme we were talking about, because let's say that the woman's making 85K and meets a guy who doesn't bring anything to the table. Ain't got nothing to do with the money all the way at all. He doesn't know how to change a tire. I've, I dated a guy and I remember my tire air pressure got low and we went together to quick trip and he made the pressure lower. Like he let more air out of the tire. And in my mind, I'm just like, well, what are, what are you doing? Like, And I right. called my god sister. This is a real life story. I could call her right now. She, she'd get mad all over again. Called my god sister, who's a little taller than me and just a little more into that type of lifestyle. Because it's certain things I refuse to do as a female. I'm not going to front on that. And that's one of them. Mm-hmm. So she came and did it. And she looked at him while I'm looking at him like, Ugh. and it was just like, Ugh. mind you, this is a man that further wanted to further date after that yeah needless to say he didn't get a call mm. back like so these are things that a female still has qualities that we look at men for that we want and i'm sure right. men naturally look at us for y'all naturally look at us to do dishes y'all naturally look at us to cook y'all naturally look at us to care for the home it's just a nature thing because your mom showed it to you so mm-hmm. us a lot of us women that did experience a dad grandfather or uncle we naturally expect for men to take the trash out we naturally expect for you to be able to handle stuff with a vehicle and we naturally feel like you should be able to do hanging stuff that involve bulbs and crap at the house when you can't do that those base things we feel away there are men that can't do that there are men that don't want to do it there are men that want to argue with you about it there are men that will tell you to pay for it but they won't because i don't have an issue if you don't know how to change the oil but you can pay to get the oil changed then we all good because you're still handling it right simple as that so there are a lot of women that just would rather stay alone because why put up with the bickering and the arguing and the complaints of a man and not the taking care of that a man can give. Why? I And men are under there like, well, if women would not, not just look at us as paychecks, well, no, what if we're looking at you as muscle and you have none? What right. if we're looking at you as testosterone and you have none? You can't come in here and be sounding just as weak as me and I want you to be helpmate right. father to my son. Like, it's so many more things that they're not seeing. So it's a large amount of women that aren't as feminine as we should be, myself included. I have no issue putting myself in the categories that I do know that I sit inside of. But there are also a large amount of men that were not led by a larger amount of men to help them be men. So I don't put a blame on men because if there weren't a man in your area, men teach men. I'm a mother of sons. I can give them a lot of guidance, but I can't give them any male understanding. I have no male understanding. I'm not a male. So with that being stated, if you have this larger amount of men out here, I've had this discussion. There are women out here that are raising their sons to be they man and not a man to another woman. So now you got all these mama's boys out here that aren't really ready or knowing how to take care of you because they don't know how to take care of you. They only how to take care of their mama. And once you're not taking care of them like they mama, they just want to go back home to their mama. Now you the problem. That's a problem. So Mm -hmm. when you got just all of these things... The, it, it all starts with the man. If the man ain't leading and ain't the head, we all ain't talking about nothing no way. But I don't even want to go there because then women are like, oh my God, here you go. And then the yep. feminist issues come. But I'm still strong in the belief system that the man is the head. And I do feel like it, they are still nothing without us. A single man ain't talking about nothing if he don't got no woman. And a, a, a strong woman ain't talking about nothing if she don't got no man. So y'all can be amazing separates, but until y'all come together right. and make something happen, ain't nobody talking about nothing. Yep. Yeah, hey, that 
Man, uh, <laughs> as Fab said, uh, I'm, I'm good by myself, but I'm a force when we together. Yeah, bro. Period. Like, I yeah. agree. And, and then somebody else said, you can't be out here a nickel looking for a dime. Yeah. 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 And <laughs> she even said something that, that caught my attention as far as like, just because I'm single on your and you single don't mean we supposed to be together or I got this and you got yep. this. That, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. It, yep. it, so it's just like, and that's why I say like w- women like you are unique and we just got to make sure we protect our women when it comes to like that, because she has a, a, a lot to say from past experience. And like I said, just stating that this is something that she's talking about w- with her life, but I, I believe as far as it could actually help out a lot of people if they are willing to help. I mean, if they are willing to, to open up to the help. Mm-hmm. Gotta accept it. Yeah, so. Yep. That, yep. Like, man, like I said, just, I, I didn't have anything else, but I just like, I just wanted to say, like, uh, we appreciate you. I appreciate you. And like I said, just um, being able to relate to you as a man, I, I think that, that 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 says a lot about what <laughs> I think we all could take a step back and, 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 ask ourselves and look at ourselves. It's just, like I said, cause oh, you, you, you may never know. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. once I, no, I hear it, then I sit there and like, we, I heard that. And I started asking myself like, man, I actually got some ways that, and I'm sitting there thinking like, maybe that's probably one of the reasons why I'm still seeing And not even realizing like, well, yeah, I, I did kind of go the same route, you know, my last couple of relationships. And it's just like you, 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 you think you're doing enough. Like, like I said, when a man is just announced being a man and doing this mm-hmm. and that, but at the same time, that's that's all. That's all. That's pretty much all you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Because that, that that's what you was raised on. That's what you seen your father do. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So now this is like I said, this is how it's, it's and life's about growth. You so you want to be willing to grow. Yeah, and it's mm-hmm. different things that you can learn from, learn about yourself. I think like I said with men, once they once they kind of put put them guards down as far as just, just being just being like acting like you're so tough and everything and just like take a step back and learn something about yourself. I think yeah. it'll actually work both ways. Like I said, because women, whether they can deny it or not, it's there. But just as much as there for women is is there for men too. Yeah. I think the 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 combination of us men having a conversation about being vulnerable and opening up with the woman should be powerful enough for people to just open their eyes and say, because the thing is- And everybody want to be vulnerable enough to be with each other and talk, because yeah. it's the, the saying two heads is better than one right. is a real thing. So if you a strong man and you like, man, I don't need no woman for nothing. Okay, well then you're failing yourself because you do need your spouse. You need your help mate. We were right. all created to have a person. So yeah, you're going to accomplish a lot of things alone. That's not to say you won't get nothing done, right. but think of how much more you get more done. That's why more. they have something as small as the two-man team. Two people mm-hmm. can go make some stuff happen. Right. So why not gain someone that can acquire for you? And there is someone for everyone. There are too many people dating a person trying to make it cool. If y'all ain't mm-hmm. vibing on this phone call and y'all ain't feeling each other, move on. It's it's a million people. Right. It's a million people. That's <laughs> yeah. one thing I have no issue doing. If we sit on the phone and I'm already arguing with you over something basic now, oh, I ain't got to talk to you no more. Why? Yeah. Move on. Over. Mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. So, man, 
wholeheartedly. But so many people, I think everybody's privileged to talk to each other. It was a privilege to talk to y'all, just like y'all feel like it was a privilege to talk to me. And the only thing we never get back is our time. So if I'm sitting on this phone giving you my time and we arguing, I ain't about to give you no more. (laughs) When there's someone that would love my time, that ain't trying to argue, that's trying to benefit, that wants to hear the gems that I'm dropping. Why are you trying to be combative of everything I'm saying? Mm. Yep. Facts. I just love that. I know a lot of people expect for when they see Delia King, AKA Sunshine, doing podcasts or interviews, they expect the other two people sitting on the other side to be women. So I I love the dynamic that, hey, we keep it real. We we can ask some of the same questions that women ask because we want to know. You know what I mean? We we try to bridge that gap, man. And I I love it. I I, I love the conversation. Another compliment I have for you. Love the style. I love what you're doing, the modeling, the, you know, the clothing. I don't care if I'm assuming it's it's all you, but I don't care. (laughs) It looks stylish, stylist worthy. But if that's you, that I don't care. Beautiful, beautiful pieces, beautiful style. Love what you're doing. Love it. So people check it out. You know, check it out. Got anything, bro? (laughs) Where can they find you? Let everybody know where they can find you. And we'll we'll post up the, uh, the GoFundMe information. We'll post up the the uh, Instagram and but if anything you want the people to know feel my, free um my my Facebook is the well my my main Facebook you can't add me anymore it's maxed out but my fan page you can and it is I am Delia King on Facebook and then my Instagram is I am Delia King as well but my TikTok is called she's a fool and that's because it's more versatile it's not mm-hmm. so much of just the same thing so it's got comedy it's got the kids on there like just a mixture of it all. So <clears throat> if they want to be on TikTok, then they can see it there. But when you go to She's a Fool on TikTok, at the top, it does say, I am Delia King. So they can confirm. Hopefully soon I'll have checks and then you won't have to question this. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. I'm, I'm hoping for that for you as well. You know, so I, I love the building. You know, you build together. That's how you, that's how you come up. You build with right, your people. So we, once again, we thank you. We know yes, you got a life and you got things to take care of. So all the way from Houston. I love y'all mics. That's my goal, honey. Them mics are dope. Y'all over there on golden mics. Oh, I'm over here trying to <laughs> sit still. So yeah, I didn't talk to y'all on golden microphone. Hey, yes, listen, Lord. Listen. So I know I know, I'm in a step in the right direction. <laughs> right. And uh hey, like I said, we 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 actually located in Houston. I know you in Kansas City. Hey, if you ever around come around this area, let us know. No, we we we, we we got one more golden mic for you. you know we, yeah, we know okay we all right <laughs> or, for real anything like I said uh man just on behalf of my brother and the ladies free podcast we most definitely appreciate you taking this time out and doing this interview uh this is one of the main things that me and my brother wants to do more of as far as just right. outside of episode podcasts every week you know just doing more depth in depth interviews and putting uh other 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 people on our platform and, and uh, uplifting, you know what I'm saying? Right, so, that's that, cool. Because so. I would love to interview you guys when I get my podcast up. There. Absolutely, so absolutely beautiful. Hey, we don't show us. Don't be afraid, please. Yeah. We come to Kansas City. Show us around Kansas City. Yeah, okay, okay. I've been yes, to St. Louis. So. We're actually Midwest. We we're from Chicago. We've been yeah. in Houston. Okay, for about four four years. I've been here three years, three years for you. Yeah. So we're very familiar St. Louis area. Okay. Um, so, but but I I haven't I've been through Kansas City, but not there to really visit. Yeah, on time I was right. there is to make some money, <laughs> right? Drop out and head back to the right, pool. rolling through. So. Hey, it be that way. I understand. <laughs> so, with that being said, man, we will round of applause for you, and we want to yes. thank you. 
I think this was an incredible, incredible, powerful interview. I can't wait for people to see it. I really can't. Yeah, most definitely. Want to thank you again. Thank you. All your info is there. And don't be a stranger. Please don't be a stranger. No problem. No problem. I thank y'all so much. Thank you. Enjoy the rest of your, your day. And we will be looking forward to talking to you soon. All right. Ladies Free Podcast. Tom, Tom, JP. Thank you. You're welcome. Have a good day. You too.